Hi, welcome to Upgrade Your Faith. I'm Luke Gradless, and this is our Bite Size Bible Study for today. Uh, if you haven't been here before, our goal is to spend a few minutes together in God's Word, want to activate our minds, touch our hearts, and start to transform our souls. Uh, we are continuing our journey through the book of 1 Peter, and we find ourselves in 1 Peter chapter 2. We're going to be looking at verses 13 through 17, and I'll be up front with you. This is a very timely and interesting passage. And just to be very real with you, this is a passage you could spend hours upon hours upon hours, if not years, uh, studying this and really breaking it down because it, it, it goes around complex issues. And so I'm going to try to get to the main gist of what I think God is is wanting us to take away from this. Um, and then I think a lot of specific scenarios, those are the ones that you're going to have to pray about, you're going to have to study, you're going to have to read, you're going to have to analyze at a deeper level. So let's jump in. Let's look at First uh, Peter chapter 2, verse 13. It says, Therefore, submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether to the king is supreme or to governors, as to those who are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers, and for the praise of those who do good. For this is the will of God, that by doing good you may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men, as free, yet not using liberty as a cloak for vice, but as bondservants of God. Honor all people, love the brotherhood, fear God, and honor the king. And so this is this is a issue that people talk about quite a bit because what Peter is talking to and what God is talking to through Peter is how does the Christian relate to the government? And and I mean you just look around today, right? We have protests, we have riots, we have all kinds of uh, push on the structures of our society today from different people in this, uh, the, the culture. And so one of the things Christians are asking is, how does this work? What is the Christian response to the government and how are we supposed to treat the government? And so for the most part, where God comes out on this is you and I are to submit to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake. He says, whether to the king is supreme or to governors or to those who are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers. And so the, the initial gist that God gets for us is, is our bias as Christians should be is that we are lawful, abiding citizens that try to do what our government asks us to do. And before you go, well, that's only in the case when the government's good. Remember when Peter's writing this. Um, remember when Paul in Romans 13 talks about the same topic. Paul in Romans 13 is talking about this under the Roman Empire, under Nero, who hated Christians, was torturing Christians, killing Christians. I mean, total oppression of them. So don't be under the illusion that, you know, as, as Peter and Paul are writing this, they're sitting under a government that's treating them well, that's giving them rights, that's giving them love. That's not what they're encountering. They're encountering the, the, the exact opposite. Right? They're encountering a government in their times that is oppressing them. And what God's initial command to us is, and main just is, is be submissive to the government. And here's why. One, you and I as Christians, our main focus, our main focus is the kingdom of God and not the government of the world. Whether Republican or Democrat is in charge does not change how powerful God is and does not change what our mission is. Our mission is to go into the world and to make disciples that love God, love people, and follow Jesus. And so what Christians need to be careful of 
is that the world is always constantly trying to suck you in to it. It's trying to suck you into the culture, into its issues, into its structures. And as Christians, we've got to pull out of that and go, no, my main focus is on the kingdom. My first citizenship is not an American citizenship. It is a citizen of the kingdom of God. Now, yes, as an American citizen, I should be respectful. I should be submissive to the president, to governors, to mayors, to city councils, to police officers. Now, are there moments in time when we see in scripture people going against the civil authorities? Do we see civil disobedience? Yes, at times we do. And mainly when that occurs is when the law, the law that man is giving you, right? The governor's law, the king's law, the president's law. When that law is directly against the law of God, then we have to follow God's law first. And so you see this happening in the Old Testament, right? You see this happening with Daniel. Uh, Remember, right? He was not supposed to continue to pray to God. Uh, There was a law passed that said if you did that, you'd be killed. So that's why he's thrown into the lion's den. You see this with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, where, uh, again, a law states that you need to worship this idol. They refuse to do that, so they're thrown into the fiery furnace. New Testament, you clearly see that the uh, Roman authorities and the Jewish authorities were constantly telling the disciples, stop preaching Christ. Do not preach him anymore. Do not preach him resurrected. Don't preach his gospel. They're arrested. They're beaten. Right? All kinds of things happen to these guys. And what happens? They keep preaching the word of God. Why? Because in that instance, God's command of go into the world and make disciples versus the world's command of stop preaching the gospel, those two things are in direct opposition. Can't do both. So in those moments, as believers, as citizens of the kingdom, what do we know? If God's law says, go and preach the gospel, and man's law says, don't, sorry. Even though God wants me to be submissive to my culture, to my government, to my king, I am first submissive to God. And so that's a very simple way of breaking it down, but it does get more complex. And so to recap, the bias of a Christian is, is that I'm going to be submissive to the government. I'm going to be submissive to the president. I'm going to be submissive to my governor, to my mayor, to my Congress. Even if I don't like them, even if I don't necessarily agree with what they're saying, the only time we really see God's word say, go against it, is when you go, God's law says to do X, and man's law says I can't do that anymore. In that case, we must follow God's law. But what I will tell you, In those instances, look at what you typically see happening, right? When Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego go against the laws of Nebuchadnezzar, what happens to them? They submit to being arrested, and they get thrown into the fiery furnace. They take the punishment. Now, God saves them in that, but they do submit themselves to the punishment of the land. Same thing with Daniel in the lion's den, right? Daniel breaks the law, admits to breaking the law, and takes the punishment that the people have for him. Now, where does this get more confusing? It gets more confusing as things get grayer and grayer. It gets more confusing in countries like America where your rights as a, as a citizen actually enable you to protest against the government, right? Freedom of speech allows me as a citizen to peacefully, that's key, peacefully, not rioting, but peacefully, 
I can go out and I can say, I think the government's wrong. And that's protected by the law. So in the United States, we're lucky because we have a lot of legal structures that actually allow us the ability to voice our opposition to the king, or in our case, the president, the Congress, the mayor, whoever it may be. So all that being said, there are a million different cases to look at. And I think as time moves on, we are going to see the government get further and further from the word of God. And I think Christians are going to have to study this in depth. I think they're going to have to look at different cases in depth. And I think we're going to have to find there's different points where we're going to be in that middle territory. But the two things that should be guiding us throughout that journey is, one, we are submissive. That's our natural bias is to be submissive. And the normal place where we aren't submissive is when those laws specifically go against the word of God. And again, why? Because the biggest focus for Christians is not the earth. The biggest focus for Christians is the kingdom of God, right? What Peter, what Paul really wanted to make sure Christians were known for was not their political affiliation, but for the fact that they belong to Jesus Christ. And so brothers and sisters, I encourage you, especially in our country where everything is becoming so polarized, make sure that when people think of you, the first thing they think of is not whether you're Democrat or Republican. Make sure the first thing they think about is, That is a believer of Jesus Christ. That is a disciple of the God Almighty. And that is somebody who is trying to build the kingdom of God. Again, very complex topic. This is one of those ones you need to keep studying. Check out not only Peter, but also check out Romans 13. And you will find great things to study, to meditate, and to pray upon. Thanks for spending a few minutes with us. May God bless you. May God use you. And we will see you soon.